fed up with the current state of wrestling? Our hosts discuss things from the wrestling archives and enter the ring for WrestleShock. Now, join Alan Price and Chris Fint for their commentary. Welcome back to another episode of WrestleShock Reviews. Uh, I am your host, Chris Vint, and uh, if you listen to like WrestleShock and Operation RetroShock, you know that I'm normally joined by Alan Price, so say hello, Alan. Uh, he decided not to show up again. No, I decided to do this off my own back, uh, because Alan's in work, so with Christmas fast approaching at time of recording, it's the 21st of November, uh, not December, but obviously, with us being in work, uh, time is of the essence, as they say, so, um, just going to do a very, um, quick reviews of two DVDs, uh, one obviously on DVD and Blu-ray as well, um, so, the first one that I'm going to review um, is going to be this here. In an era where champions rose, the boyhood dreams, legends grew, the Undertaker. and greatness was personified. A whole new attitude are the greatest stars of the 90s. For the first time ever, own nine hours of in-depth profiles and rarely seen matches of the most captivating, charismatic, and controversial superstars that redefined entertainment. The greatest stars of the 90s. Relive greatness now. That's right, the greatest superstars of the 1990s. Um, So obviously, you know, we're fast approaching the end of 2011 heading into 2012 um, there's been many changes in the wrestling world heck at Survivor Series we saw The Rock come back um, from like a 7 year absence uh, so with the greatest uh, superstars of the 90s a 3 DVD set uh, available as always from our good friends at silvervision.co.uk which you can go to for all your um, wrestling DVD Blu-ray needs um, you do have you know some, um, I'll just read a quick synopsis here about a Stone Cold Steve Austin The Rock Triple H Undertaker Hollywood Hulk Hogan the 90s saw these icons become household names as professional wrestling exploded onto the pop culture scene and a Monday Night War was drawing to a close drawing close to uh, 10 million television views per week now fans can relieve that era with the greatest superstars of the 90s this three disc set is packed with profiles of 15 of the biggest stars as well as 16 great matches from the era interviews and more um, so yeah just a couple of the superstars there are actually listed um, three disc set you, whenever you open it up you'll see some of the superstars that are actually featured in the set some maybe have a bit of a surprise for you so um, I'll just go down um, the list of the wrestlers who are actually on there obviously we have special features to do with the uh, superstars and also some of the matches which I will go over with 
you as well. So, the first, um, oh, obviously I need to say that before he left for TNA, Taz was actually one who introduced this. Um, one thing about it is that you notice that he has sunglasses on, takes them off, put them back on again, takes them off, put them back on again. It is quite um, distracting from that, so it is. So the first person <coughs> to kick things off, or to super kick things off, as it were, is Shawn Michaels. So um, we basically just hear about Shawn Michaels, you know, like what he's done for the wrestling in the 1990s. Um, it, it's basically just um, you have other superstars sitting down talking about them and that kind of thing. Um, you go from the smallest champion in Shawn Michaels to the largest, um, which was Yokozuna. Now, Yokozuna was a bit of a surprise one for me. Um, it's not what uh, a name... <clears throat> that whenever you mention you know the greatest stars of the nineties that Yokozuna would be on the top of the list, you know, it may be maybe in your top ten or top twenty, but for me it'd be kinda of down the bottom. <clears throat> I think it was just a case of because he could do so much, um, for being such a big uh, big guy, you know, the way he could move, um, etc. Um and then sadly passed away. So obviously Yokozuna, uh, Samoan culture, you then go from that onto The Rock. Um, so you go onto that there, obviously talking about The Rock, you know, one of the big three names in the 90s for WWE at the time. Uh, we'll touch on the other ones later on. Um, drawing the casual fan in, you know, like what makes a casual fan want to tune into the wrestling the women of the 90s obviously you'll have the likes of Sonny, Sable you probably have China in there you know all all that kind of stuff um, <coughs> it, it then goes after women of the 90s I kid you not says tough and sexy and then below that it says Kevin Nash um, so yeah uh, Kevin Nash obviously as I just said early on with Rock coming back Kevin Nash has obviously come back been fired and came back again then injured Triple H so that's maybe going to lead up to a Wrestlemania match which moving on um, Owen Hart obviously features in this here um, uh, you know Owen Hart was a great, uh, great wrestler um, obviously in the shadow of his uh, uh, older brother uh, Brett um but Owen Hart, you know, a great wrestler, great performer, obviously tag team with Yokozuna, won the tag belts uh, from the Smoking Guns. Um, you see how it all ties in together? Um, so it goes fun-filled memories, and then we go on to Ric Flair. Now, obviously, Ric Flair was in the WWE um, in the 1990s, but this actually will chronicle stuff, you know, as with the likes of WCW closing and AWA and etc etc you do have like some of the other archives from the different um, organisations so it's not just a case of what they've done for the WWE in the 90s but what they've done for wrestling in general like Kevin Nash um, with um, WCW you know uh, being a part of the NWO um, and all that the great, great stuff um, which was a major coup in the 90s you know NWO one of the hottest Faction's hottest uh, angles there. Um, you then go on to McFoley. Okay, so moving on from McFoley, you have the not so great stars of the 90s. Again, see how these tie in together. I'm sorry, folks, but I am not a McFoley fan. In fact, after watching Raw the other night um, with McFoley and John Cena in the ring, I don't think I, I couldn't stomach that. I had to fast forward through it. It was just absolutely. Oh, just. 
made me uh, 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 t- uh, uh, so there so you then move on to the reinvention you know how the 1990s uh, reinvented itself you know with Attitude Era and then briefly I think in the late 90s early 2000s um, you had the ruthless aggression and all this era kind of stuff uh, you know and um, now we're in the modern day PG era uh, you then go f- uh, from the Hulk Hogan um, of course, if you don't know who Hulk Hogan is, where have you been all your life living on a rock? Uh, not the rock, but a rock. Um, obviously, Hulk Hogan has done a major part for wrestling in general, let alone in the 90s. Uh, coming back um, as like with Kevin Nash and um, Scott Hall um, being part of the NWO, uh, being more of a proactive wrestler in the uh, WCW, uh, then obviously coming back and facing the Rock at WrestleMania 18, so that wasn't in the 90s, but, you know, great match nonetheless. So you then go from Hulk Hogan to Attitude and Controversy, and of course one person's name who is clouded in Controversy being in one faction would be Triple H course Triple H part of Degeneration X and then later on Evolution you know the game uh, one of the best performers of all time it's only a matter of time maybe it'll be this year before he gets inducted into the Hall of Fame um, with him not wrestling as much um, so obviously Triple H big deal in the 90s the McMahon Helmsley era all that kind of stuff uh, you then go to tech technical savvy um, and obviously one of the best technicians of all time uh, would be Bret Hitman Hart um, how many people would love to see Bret Hart in his prime against Kurt Angle in his prime would be one of the dream matches um, for any any wrestling fan but any pure wrestling uh, fan who loves the technical aspect of it um, after Bret Hart um, you do then have the pop culture network I mean pop culture phenomenon um, so it kind of just goes through the three owners of the uh, businesses Mr. McMahon, WWE, Eric Bischoff, WCW and Paul Heyman, ECW. Uh, of course all these gentlemen would then come to work for Vince McMahon in WWE. Uh, another surprise here and a lot of people will be going I don't really think that should be in there Chris is Lex Luger. Yeah uh, Lex Luger apparently one of the greatest um, stars of the 90s. Um, Nah, I'm sorry, I, I don't see it, I don't see it, um, Lex Luger, um, for me, all I can think of whenever I think of Lex Luger is WrestleMania 8 and the, um, unfeeling of him, um, by Bobby Heenan talking about him, and then his match with Mr. Perfect in WrestleMania 9, which was probably one of the highlights of WrestleMania 9, but anyway. So then we go on to the it factor, you know, like what makes you a popular star, if you have the it factor, this gentleman certainly has it, is Sting. Uh, this is the only wrestler on this, or sports entertainer, or whatever way you want to code it, that hasn't been in the WWE, um, so being in WCW, and of course we know, you know, now he's in TNA, but obviously we'll not be seeing any um, TNA uh, clips uh, on this DVD. Uh, so obviously Sting again a big part of WCW in the 90s uh, as well as Hogan um, Goldberg that kind of thing Goldberg is not on this uh, for obvious reasons Um, the bad guy then Razor Ramon uh, Scott Hall who sadly has fairly gone downhill um, watching that documentary on YouTube about him I mean he was great in his day but um, unfortunately we all have our demons you know and Razor Ramon 
it's almost like the modern day Jake the Snake Roberts, I think would be safe to say. Great performer whenever he was on, but, you know, the amount of problems he had outside the ring. Uh, we then go to respect and one person who demands respect in the locker room and obviously gets it is The Undertaker. Um, one of the main staples of the WWE, as well as Shawn Michaels in the 1990s, you know, um, didn't leave whenever they were offered more money for elsewhere um, and things like that, stayed true to the company and Undertaker is just one of the best of all time, the true uh, phenom and just a brilliant, brilliant athlete. Uh, and then you go from The Undertaker to arguably the greatest superstar of all time uh, certainly of the 90s, certainly of all time, is Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, there's not much that can define an era as the Stone Cold Steve Austin character did in the 90s. Heck, he got in the ring with Mike Tyson, you know, his matches with, like, Rock, Shawn Michaels, uh, anyone, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin was a great athlete and truly deserves a place in the Hall of Fame. So he has um, different special features here, you know, Shawn Michaels' press conference before WrestleMania 11, uh, Bret Hart, New Generation, uh thing um mankind god created mankind uh, degeneration x reenacts the montreal incident the rock reads stone cold steve austin eulogy stone cold steve austin remembers the Shockmaster, um which of course was one of the not so great stars of the 90s so i'll just go through a couple of the um matches that you can actually get here um obviously these seem to work with other people that are on this disc so like the first match is from 1991 is Hulk Hogan versus Ric Flair you have Bret Hart versus Owen Hart from Wrestlemania 10 that's whenever Owen Hart says you know I'm going to kick your leg out of your leg yeah um Bret Hart versus Diesel for Royal Rumble 1995 um you have Sean um, where did I say that? Shawn Michaels and Diesel versus Yokozuna and the British Bulldog. Uh, Hulk Hogan versus Lex Luger from Nitro in 1997. Stone Cold Steve Austin versus The Undertaker from 1998 SummerSlam. Uh, Sting versus Bret Hart from Halloween Havoc. And the last match on this is from 1999. It's a strap match. Uh, Triple H vs. Rock from Fully Loaded. Um, so that's basically that. Excuse me. Got a Kermit in my my throat there um yeah so you can pick this up from silvervision.co.uk um if you're looking for it the code is wwe1230 uh their price is 2199 uh the recommended retail price is actually 2999 so we're saving eight pounds on it there um for the three discs the approximate running time is eight hours 31 minutes so as with the majority of wrestling DVDs, you do get a heck of a lot of stuff on it, you know. Um, it's not a case of, you know, you're paying £15 for a DVD that'll last an hour and a half. It's a case of you will get special features and all that kind of good stuff with it. Okay, so that's with the 90s out of the road. So let's go ahead and then we'll discuss about this here. And I want to hear your thoughts about this as well. So this is where I'm going to get you involved. So we'll play a little commercial here and then we'll listen to me ramble about this particular Blu-ray and DVD set also available from silvervision.co.uk
last decade. They are the greatest superstars of the 21st century. Now, you can own a piece of history with 20 exclusive in-depth profiles on the groundbreaking stars who took the early 2000s by storm and witness awe-inspiring matches from this phenomenal decade. It was the beginning of a new century, the dawn of a new era, and they are the greatest superstars of the 21st century. Available now. Yes, that's right. We're going to discuss the greatest superstars of the 21st century. I thought it might be an idea to do the 1990s one and then do the 21st century one. Just to see how much of a difference there is and see if there is actually anyone from the 90s that is on the disc um, from the 21st century. Or if there's a couple of them. So we shall go through this momentarily. Um, it is available from silvervision.co.uk. I might as well just get a little soundbite and just put that in. Yes, that's right, folks. Silvervision.co.uk. Um, you can actually get it on DVD, which is seventeen ninety nine. It's a three disc set. Um, you're actually saving twelve pounds there. It's actually normally twenty nine ninety nine. So if you're going to the likes of uh, Miracle Retail Store, and maybe that price may be a little bit higher. Uh, the code for the um, DVD is WWE1331. Uh, now, it's 6 hours 23 minutes for this set. Or, you can pay the exact same money, and you can get the Blu-ray 3-disc set, which actually is 8 hours 41 minutes. So you're actually getting an, you know, a, a disc less because you're going to have it in higher quality. But you're actually getting more stuff. You're actually getting exclusive Blu-ray content, which I will go through with you very shortly. Now, as I said, $17.99, you're still saving £12 on it. It's Region B, so if you can play Region B if you're in America or whatever. And you have a friend in the UK and you want them to pick it up if it's not available overseas. But imagine if you go to www.shop.com, you'll probably get it. Um, the code for all you guys in the UK is WWE BD for Blu-ray disc 1331. Um, so that's basically that there for the greatest superstars of the 21st century. Okay, so I'm going to go through this here. Um, obviously, you know, with all these, we're going to have the superstars. We're going, I'm just going to basically talk about them. Maybe my memories of w- what they've done. Um, the first memory that sticks on my head of them. So, first um, thing, how groundbreaking superstars. So, these are all people, you know, you've made a bit impact on the sport and things like that. Um, obviously, the majority of these here, you may have seen live in a, in a wrestling event, whether it be a pay-per-view event or a house show or whatever. Um... If you head over to the Pop Culture Network forums, where this is posted, um, you will be able to then post underneath there. Um, give me your thoughts if you don't agree with something that is on the set. If there was somebody you would rather see on it in place of that, you know, do an old switcheroo. Or um, if there's um, a particular memory um, that you have of that, we'll revisit that a little later date. So, first person up is Chris Jericho, the Ayatollah of Rock and Roller. Um, obviously, then, you know, lead singer Fozzie, who's um, seen a concert. So, Chris Jericho, obviously. Um, my main memory of him would be the match that he had with Shawn Michaels, WrestleMania 19. I'm going to not take up too much of time, but I want to go through these all in, um, individually. Then up we have the um, the 
person who had to call time in his career and surrender the world heavyweight championship is Edge. Obviously, Edge rated our superstar. Um, I think his feud with John Cena really brought the best out of John Cena, and that's hard enough as it is. But um, you know. Head's consummate performer, um, just brilliant in the ring and out of the ring as well. <clears throat> Next up is Triple H. Um, obviously, Triple H, member of D Generation X, Evolution. Um, Triple H is a great ring general, great um, performer, but for me, there's one area that Triple H seems lacking, and that's his WrestleMania performances. Um, if you were to go through the, the 21st century, his WrestleMania performances, there hasn't been really one that stands out very much, you know, like unlike The Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, you know, feuds, whether it be <coughs> The Rock, Hulk Hogan, etc, uh, etc. Et so, uh, Triple H, a great performer. I think uh, Evolution, his feud with Randy Orton, really stuck out in my mind. Uh, there isn't many feuds that Triple H has had that hasn't really um, done well in uh, next up is JBL <coughs> surprise entry here to be honest with you um, I think JBL for me um, obviously his feud with Eddie Guerrero um, the uh, I think it was the bull rope match that they had to touch the four corners in um, was very good um, <coughs> obviously JBL going on about being the best um, you know the wrestling god and stuff but JBL I think JBL should be back in commentary instead of Booker T it's my opinion sticking it out there uh, Kane is the next one talks about Kane you know being the big red monster with the mask and then shows you him uh, taking his mask off um, Kane's never been a character that I've warmed to it's always been like a poor man's undertaker for me um, but I think for me it would be his rivalry um, with the undertaker his match at Wrestlemania 20 with the undertaker <coughs> just seeing the look on his face uh, obviously burying him at the Survivor Series that year prior um, next up is Kurt Angle uh, Kurt Angle brilliant performer I really wish that he was back in WWE um, not you I, I don't want to say too much about Kerrangle because I, I may start rambling a bit but I think TNA don't use him as well as they should do or you know I think in WWE they may overuse him so where do you find that fit do you get an Undertaker type schedule with him you know would it be great to see him that the likes of Kurt Angle for CM Punk, Kurt Angle, Alberto Rio. Um, we all know that Kurt Angle had great matches with Rey Mysterio. Would that be the same with Ultimate, with Ultimate Dragon? Where's my head going? Sin Cara, would it be? You know, there's so many up and comers in the WWE now. Um, the likes of Sheamus, uh, Cody Rhodes, for example. You know, so then we go on to The Rock. Obviously, The Rock is one of the greatest superstars of all time, let alone 21st century. Of course, he's um, our second entrant after Triple H to be mentioned from the 90s and 21st century. Um, so, The Rock, so charismatic, but for me, it was the match against Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania 18. I just, you've probably heard me mention that match about four times already in this podcast. Um, but it's just an absolute. An absolute thrill to see two icons go head to head, and whether it'll be a case in this year's WrestleMania, where it'll be like for the older generation, it'll be The Rock will be our icon, whereas John Cena will be a lot of the younger's people's icon. So whether they're trying to recapture that, uh, I hope it works, but I don't know. 
Next up is Randy Orton. Of course, Randy Orton um, brought in, you know, had a match against, uh, I think it was Harko Holly was his first match, or? Yes, I want to say yes, it was, because I think it was John Cena's was Kurt Angle. That's when he said about ruthless aggression. Um, but anyway, uh, Randy Orton, of course, one of the one of the best one of the best performers of the modern day. Um, you know, like he's just been constant there. Um, to you know, whether he's a crazy lunatic, you know, hearing the voices in his head to pounding the mat with his hands and then wrecking something in his arm. Um, but Randy Orton obviously deserves his place here. I think my favorite. Uh, moment with Randy Orton was probably I think it was in oh I'm trying to remember it was against uh, Mick Foley anyway whenever he um, whenever he beat him with for the Intercontinental Championship and that for me was a highlight but that's probably because Mick Foley got the tar beat out of him uh, next up uh, maybe another surprise for you folks is Brock Lesnar um, obviously Brock Lesnar left the WWE at <clears throat> WrestleMania 20 uh, didn't sign off in the best of matches with Goldberg in fact Stone Cold Steve Austin was the only person who actually got a cheer out of that uh, Brock Lesnar had high impact brilliant stuff whenever he first came in the F5s um, just the sheer decimation of the Hardy Boys Spike Dudley Rikishi things like that um, true powerhouse and um, you know th- the main thing that sticks in my mind whenever you mention Brock Lesnar is him getting the big show up for an F5 at Survivor Series uh, where he lost the belt um, due to Paul Heyman interfering um, but that for me was just a big whoa moment you know it's just absolutely fantastic uh, you then have the decade of the divas um, obviously it'll be the likes of Tory Wilson, Sonny Trish Stratus, uh, Lita uh, to name but a few I've just named the hot ones there but there are other ones you know like Molly Holly uh, Jazz, China uh, but obviously the Divas play an important part in the wrestling world um, they may look pretty but they could kick you in the penis very hard I would imagine I don't know why I said that but anyway <laughs> um, so the next up is the well, right, is Jeff Hardy. Um, very much like I mentioned earlier with the 90s about uh, Razor Ramon having a lot of problems. Jeff Hardy is one of those as well. Um, obviously, Jeff Hardy left the WWE, went to TNA. Um, he, uh, Jeff Hardy seemed to be the more charismatic out of the, the, Hardy, the Hardy duo. Um, but Matt Hardy seemed to have the more twisted on head but now it seems to have gone complete 180, 360 just complete switch that Matt Hardy seems to be having problems and Jeff Hardy seems to have straightened his life out which kudos to him for doing that but um, me, the highlight of Jeff Hardy would probably be the tables, ladders and chairs matches that he had with the Dudley Boys and Edge and Christian just fantastic stuff there Uh, we then move on to the big show Um, obviously you know big show in WCW as the giant um, then came in at WWE uh, making his debut um, whenever I think it was St. Valentine's Day Massacre whenever he comes out of the ring and throws Austin through the cage and on the outside um, obviously 
been a part of many WrestleManias, um, whether it be against John Cena at WrestleMania 20, uh, whether it be WrestleMania 2000 in Fatal 4-Way, whether it be against Aki Bono, and I've said there, Floyd uh, Mayweather. Uh, Big Show is one that's been around for a while, but I, I don't think he's outside his welcome. Um, I think um, it's only a matter of time before he gets the gold round his shoulder, because I'm not fit one I just waste one more time. Um, but just, yeah, uh, Big Show's a... Big Show's a kind of like, not a secret favourite of mine but kind of one that um, I never mind watching if he's in the ring with somebody smaller especially whenever he picked Rey Mysterio up on the stretcher and whacked him against the ring post that was another nice highlight so then we go from the big show to the big show's close friend Eddie Guerrero who sadly passed away um, many years ago um, Eddie Guerrero uh, true um just whenever he came out you know like the smile on his face seemed to light up the arena whether it be a case of you know him uh pretending you know like somebody had hit him on the head with a chair or whatever to get him disqualified and that kind of thing obviously los guerreros with chavo guerrero was very good um he would be very proud of uh vicky guerrero his his wife his his widowed wife now, um, and how well she's doing in the WWE circuit. Um, they both thrived on heat, and um, I think you could see on Vicky's face that she she enjoys it. Um, Eddie Guerrero, for me, the no way out 2004, wherever he won the belt from Brock Lesnar, and uh, went on to. Um, feud with Kurt Angle at WrestleMania, um, which was just a great time f- uh, for Eddie Guerrero. And then we go from Eddie Guerrero to Shawn Michaels. Can't really say enough about Shawn Michaels. Um, just um, I've seen him numerous times um, in high shows and stuff, and uh, just just one of those ones that no matter where he went, he put on the best show that he could. Um, you know, he is the main event, he is your showstopper, you know, as soon as you've watched him, if somebody else is trying to follow that, good luck to you, uh, is all I can say. Um, but for me, his best, well, my favourite moment would be 2002, whenever he returned from five-year absence to um, face Triple H at SummerSlam, uh, 2002, um, after five years out with a back injury, just a brilliant match, brilliant feud, um, just highly enjoyed that so that's mine uh, next up is Booker T um, and again another surprise entry for me uh, Booker T highlight uh, 2001 SummerSlam fight, uh, facing The Rock um, for the World Heavyweight Championship um, obviously a big part of the invasion angle which was part of the WWE and then we go on for Stone Cold Steve Austin um, I honestly can't pick my favourite moment of Stone Cold Steve Austin um, whether it be the you know his match against Eric Bischoff as cheesy as it was it was just so nice to see him back after you know he took his ball and went home or whether it would be his matches against The Rock or whether it would be his feud with Vince McMahon it's just there's not much that I could say bad about Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, truly deserves a place in the Hall of Fame and uh, on this set as well. Then we go on to The Undertaker. Um, again, just whenever you hear that that chime, that dong with his music, it just sends chills up your spine. Uh, believe me, once you're in an arena and you hear that, you know, it just sends chills. Uh, Undertaker, obviously, 
his matches with Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania were fantastic. Um, obviously, before that, he's had many great feud, no matter who it's been with, whether it be Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, Kurt Angle, Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar, Hell in a Cell, um, No Mercy 2002 was a brilliant match, um, just absolutely fantastic. But then going to Rey Mysterio, um, these next three superstars, I, I'll not have a whole great deal to talk about because I, I don't. I don't really enjoy watching them. Uh, Rey Mysterio, probably his debut, seeing what the fuss was about, I wasn't a fan. Of, I wasn't a real big fan of WCW, so I had no real idea of what um, Rey Mysterio was about. Um, I think Rey Mysterio needs to call time in his career before he severely injures himself. Um, his feud with Eddie Guerrero, um, or his tag team with Eddie Guerrero, um, really brought the best out of Rey Mysterio. Um, so that would be probably my highlight for him. Then we're on to Dave Batista, or uh, Mason Ryan, as he's known. I mean, sorry, how did those two get compared? That's just that's just terrible. That is, um, Batista. Yeah, probably his. You know the way Triple H thought he was so dumb and that he wouldn't fight with him at WrestleMania, and then you know he went the thumbs up to the thumbs down, very much like Triple H did to Randy Orton. Remember they were turning him him from Evolution. Uh, yeah, probably that. And last up is John Cena. Sorry, do I have to say something good about John Cena? Um, I don't want to make this a four-hour podcast because it may take me that while to think of that. I used to like John Cena back in the day. Um, whenever he was, you know, like a wee upstart kid. You know, ruthless aggression, all that stuff. And then he discovered his rapper gimmick and now he just, just you know... Okay, so uh, we have some matches on this. I'll just go a few, through a few of this. Um, there's a match that I've actually just mentioned: Booker T versus The Rock from SummerSlam 2001. Uh, SmackDown 18th of March: Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio. The Blu-ray ex- exclusive: Everything Evolves. Uh, f- this is from the 3rd of February 2003 from Raw. Um, Kane's eulogy for The Undertaker this is from the 20th of November 2003, this is after he's buried him alive <coughs> um, JBL's Not Afraid of The Undertaker from August 2004, that's on the first disc on the Blu-ray, the second disc you have Fatal 4-Way for the WWE Championship, JBL vs Undertaker vs Eddie Guerrero vs Booker, Booker T from Armageddon 2004 um Triple a threat match winner faces John Cena for the WWE Championship at WrestleMania. Shawn Michaels versus Randy Orton versus Edge. Good match there. Uh, Batista versus Undertaker from WrestleMania 23. Lita versus Trish Stratus um, for all you Divas fans. Uh, Unforgiven 17th of September 2006. We then have more some some more Blu-ray exclusives. Couple of matches here. Fatal four-way elimination match for the WWE Championship. Randy Orton versus John Cena versus Triple H versus JBL. Um, the Unforgiven. There was the un- heavyweight championship scramble match. Batista, Rey Mysterio, Kane, JBL versus J- Jericho. And tables, ladders, and chairs match for the World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, Jeff Hardy versus CM Punk from SummerSlam. 
you then have five things here I'll just read them off quickly every man from himself for Smackdown 2005 uh, January so it must be something to do with the Royal Rumble or thereafter Kurt Angle does not suck from uh, 7th of November 2005 and Raw the coronation of King Booker uh, John Cena and Randy Orton get together not that way get your mind out of the gutter and Chris Jericho's highlight reel you have all them as well um, so yeah touching on one of the things there I just want to bring this up um one of the things I mentioned there was the coronation of um, King Booker. Now, there is going to be the best of the King of the Ring set coming out. Um, now, this is available for pre-order either on DVD or Blu-ray, uh, depending on what you want. Obviously, Blu-ray, you're going to get a bit more content. Um, it's going to look a lot nicer. Um, Twenty-two ninety-nine is the price that they are, Silvervision are quoting for it um, if you want to pre-order it the code is WWEBD1323 um, you do have a couple of King of the Ring matches here I'm not I don't want to spoil it because I, I will wait for it to review but obviously the last one I did um, quick tease for Stone Cold Steve Austin Blu-ray hopefully we'll get to review that soon uh, this King of the Ring one is set for January so if you have a bit of Christmas money left over want to go for that there that's an idea for you Okay, so that kind of concludes my look at the greatest stars of the 90s and the greatest superstars of the 21st century. What are your thoughts? Anything I've said that's kind of a bit out of line? Or are you a John Cena fan and you're saying, Chris, you gotta, you got to make it right for us all? You know, if we're Fruity Pebbles fans or if we're Rock fans or if we're Hulk Hogan fans or Mick Foley fans. This is just my opinion on these wrestlers. It's not... The fact that, you know, these are the thoughts of Alan, who may have different thoughts than I do, but um, just my thoughts on the wrestlers, you know, if there's people who should have been on the set, maybe you should have a wee chat if you head over to Pop Culture Network forums. Once you see the thread for this, post after that, and um, we'll revisit that a future episode of WrestleShock. Um, so yeah, make sure you head over to Pop Culture Network forums. Pop Culture Network store still got some time to buy stuff, get them shipped out for Christmas. If you ask Killen nicely, he may throw in something for you. You know, like they sell comic books, video games, um, they sell everything. You know, action figures. Yeah, after some Master Universe stuff, um, so you can open up while you're listening to Master Universe Chronicles, or maybe you're after some. I don't know, some retro games for your Super Nintendo or your Sega Genesis slash Mega Drive after listening to Operation Retroshock. They're also available on Pop Culture Network and obviously uh, Operation Retroshock available on this feed as well. So head over to silvervision.co.uk, have a look. Every Wednesday they do great deals on upcoming items, um, you know, whether it be Ricky Steamboat DVD reduced down to £9, you know, so there is a lot of great um, items on um, on sale. Um, there is stock clearance sales, special offers. Make sure you check it out. Um, you're kind of missing out if you're not checking it out. How many times did I say it out? I don't know. It's time for me to get out and I'll leave you with that King of the Ring Blu-ray DVD trailer. Um, so thanks very much for listening and um, I don't know. I smell something. If I smell what... Oh God, Mum's burning something. Okay, bye. Your Grace, Your Highness, Your Majesty. Greetings befitting royalty, but heavy is the head that wears the crown. 
For there are many who would lay claim to the throne, yet only few are worthy of being king. WWE Home Video presents the best of the King of the Ring. Hosted by one of WWE's greatest monarchs, yours truly, King Booker. This three-disc set contains noble coronations. Garrett the King Lord is ruining Bret Hart's moment. Royal proclamations. Austin 316 says I just whipped you. And hellacious devastation. Oh no! He is broken in half! Swear loyalty to your one true king, the King of the Ring. The best of the King of the Ring. Available throughout the realm now.